0: It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash prime for details.
1: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter... giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. (laughs) You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, she does a terrific job, and we're lucky to have her on a regular basis. Diana Russini uh, was dominant at the local level, went to ESPN Ooh. crushed. Now the Athletics said, get over here and break stories and give us context. And there she is, Diana. Okay, so you're not supposed to ask two-part questions, so I'll, I, I'll, I'll break a rule in our business. One, did it catch the league by surprise what the Raiders did, and then – just a second parter. Is there a significant name they're pursuing or is it in house stuff? So let's start with that it shocked the league.
3: Well, I'm glad that you paid attention to those Swars- Swarski classes that we yes. took together at ESN <laughs> back in the day. And you just broke. So, so, those listening and watching right now, it's a role. You don't ask two part questions I know because. It. People gravitate towards the easier one right. and they forget the second one. Yes. And that's exactly what happened. So I now forgot your questions.
2: <laughs> uh, did it shock so the ask
3: league? So ask you one, Colin.
2: All right, ask it. Did it shock the league? Did it shock the league what the Raiders did?
3: It didn't. It did not shock the league at all. In fact, uh, there have been whispers Around the leagues, around league circles for weeks now, that Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler were going to be a tandem and they were going to be in trouble here. Um, I spoke to Mark Davis actually in person in New York at the league meetings and just asked him straight up. I said, Are you going to fire Josh soon? Uh, he said, We're just going to try to win and then we're going to assess it. So it, it, this wasn't one of these uh, answers where he goes, Are you crazy? What are you nuts? Where are you getting this idea from? It was, Obviously, we're not performing at a really high level. And, you know, they always say it's one thing to lose, Colin. It's another thing to lose the locker room. And that just seems to be the state of the Raiders at this point, which is why you're seeing some of the moves being made now in terms of interim with Antonio Pierce taking over. A really good player-type coach obviously can connect with these guys with all his years of experience.
2: Now, now listen, they're paying Gruden. And they're also paying Josh now a fortune. And this is not the richest owner. In fact, you could argue it's the poorest owner. So from a business standpoint, economically, you could see them moving an interim in, saving some money if, it, if the players buy into it. I would go get a hardball, but I don't have to write the checks. What is your guess? They'll go big star, big name, college guy, or maybe an interim guy. You know, They had a special teams guy about a year ago or two years ago they put in. He was good. Players liked him. Where are they going to go?
3: Yeah, they did that two years ago. Players loved him. They did not like him. They loved him. They were crying when he didn't get the job. Uh, And and it seemed that that was going to be the fit for them. And then he went for the big splash, Mark Davis, and hired Josh McDaniels trying to instill that patriot way in Las Vegas. So look, I'm going to go based on what I see in front of me and his history, which is continue to go big splash. And like you mentioned back in the day with him bringing John Gruden out of the booth and bringing him in, uh, to take over. So look, I, I, I would like to think he can learn at his age that maybe that's not the way that for this organization, perhaps someone in place where it's already working, you get to see it and give it a little bit of a test run, but we saw them have some success there and he went big. So, Look, if I had to predict right now, I think he takes a sit back here and and tries to take a look at this entire landscape. I can tell you he's already had conversations with agents that represent coaches uh, and, and potential candidates for head coaching jobs coming up. So the work is already in place.
2: Okay, now, the Cowboys didn't make moves at the deadline. Your sources, surprised by that? Did they get close? Did they kick tires, Diana, and a couple players?
3: Yeah, let me uh, first tell you a, a really good high-ranking Dallas who shared with me over text. He said, we tried. We tried. So in terms of the actual position, I didn't have any conversations with any general managers where they were telling me, yeah, Dallas is pushing hard here. I do think there was an attempt. I don't think there was a strong one. I know that offensive line was not a priority, or I would assumed that that was going to be one of the areas that they were going to start with, knowing that they've had some injuries. Um, and some problems there, but that is not where they were getting aggressive. Uh, defense seems to be uh, the area that they were looking at, but again, they didn't go all in, and and they had an opportunity here, but they didn't make any moves. While well, we know the teams that they are going to be competing with here towards you know December, January, they, they obviously made some big ones.
2: Okay, so I like I like uh, Montez Sweat. Now they have a surplus of D linemen. But by moving Chase Young and Sweat, that tells you they're going to double down on the players they have in the trenches, Washington. I'm sure Ron Rivera fought for D-linemen, but they got a new owner. They'll probably have a new coach. But Chicago is getting crushed for it. And my takeaway is it tells me that they're probably going to restart the quarterback um, contract. They're, They're going to move on and draft the quarterback. So why not pay a dominant defensive lineman? Again, I think Sweat's a really good player. Chicago, Diana, is, I mean, it's, I don't think people love the GM, the coach, the quarterback, bit of a circus. Should I read anything in to the Montez sweat move, uh, desperation, uh, or am I just reading too much into it?
3: No, I don't think you're reading too much into it. I think you're trying to figure out how they're putting a roster together because they have been all over the place and it's been a bit of a circus. This is the same team that shipped away Roquan Smith who's now playing at a really good level and and he was having success in Chicago. So now they ship Roquan and now they bring in uh, Montez Sweat here. And, you know, and they're going to be, from what I was told, going to be attempting to work out a long-term contract. uh, Because that was something that was in question yesterday. Because if they were just doing this in exchange for a second round pick, why would they just make a such a significant trade for a rental? That's not what you do. So the good news for, for Chicago Bears fans, it sounds like they're going to be trying to get a long-term deal done here with Sweat. But, you know, when I have conversations around the league, Colin, about this position, about especially these two players specifically coming out of Washington, you know, I had one GM uh, late last week just Going explaining how difficult it is to really find pass rushers during free agency. So now Chicago can bring in a really good player. They've got his rights. They probably don't want to franchise tag them if they don't, if they're not able to get a deal to them. But they're going to try to do that. But to me, this tells me Chicago is just trying to find the pieces to build the way successful teams build, and that's on the lines look around the league, the successful teams build on the defensive line and offensive lines. And this is just a piece that they've done. That they could add for their future. All right. Finally,
2: Joshua Dot. We got lucky yesterday. I said, if I was Minnesota, I said on the air before it happened, I'd get Dobbs, smart kid, fits in, loved in the locker room. Because I think Minnesota, between their coach, left tackle, Justin, um, Jordan Addison, their tight end, I like their offensive pieces a lot. And I think with the Packers and the Bears a bit of a mess, I think they can win a wild card spot. So, but it is now, we have a Kirk Cousins injury. My take is they'll move off him, will they? Give me a little clarity on Dobbs, Kirk Cousins, because people love Kirk and he's good, but now he's mid thirties and hurt, and it does feel like they they, they kind of they'd like to move off without doing it publicly because they like him. Where are we on Cousins, Dobbs, and the the, the future of Minnesota here?
3: Yeah, let, let let's just start with Cousins. Um, you know, I've been around this team. I've had multiple conversations with people in that building about how they feel about Kirk and it's everything that you just painted. Now, when there was conversations about him possibly getting traded to New York, that is not at all what I was hearing, obviously. And and we now know that was never part of their plans. But the conversation that I was having with Minnesota was about Kirk possibly being part of their future, right? So, so many around the league had thought that maybe they were going to move on and, Kirk would once again hit the free agent market, but for what I can gather, obviously you heard their head coach, Kevin O'Connell say yesterday, we all, you know, you all know how I feel. And, and for those who don't know how he feels, he loves Kirk, right? He's had so much success in his offense. It works. They have a good relationship. So I thought that there was going to be a world where the Vikings were going to be able to work out a deal, a Jimmy Garoppolo type of contract to keep Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, knowing that it works, knowing he loves being there. His family is part of the community. We've all seen it on the Netflix show. So that's the Kirk side of this. The Josh Dobbs side of this makes all the sense in the world. He's able to step in here. He has proven that he can come in here and learn quickly. I mean, the kid drove almost, you know, how many hours he did to join the Tennessee Titans last year and step in and win or at least have success. Um, but what it does tell me about him in terms of Arizona is he is expendable. And I say that respectfully to Josh jobs. He's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback, but he does solve the problems for Minnesota who wasn't looking to make a big investment to fill this hole of Kirk cousins right now, when they're on a bit of, um, they're hitting a point where they're finding themselves and they're having some success. So Josh jobs is a good answer. Now I can tell you the Vikings spent a lot of time, Colin, going around the league, scanning the market, going, what works? The type of conversations that they were having in the building. Trey Lance's name came up. Remember, the Vikings were interested in him during the combine around that time about possibly trading for Lance and bring him on, and it never worked out, right? So now we he, you know he's in Dallas. I was told, though, the conversation lasted about a minute, and they moved on from it. They went to go look at the free agent markets for quarterbacks, but in the end, they didn't have to give up much. And Josh jobs is now the answer. And it looks to be Kyler Murray in Arizona will be playing very soon. I was told before Thanksgiving, at least
2: all right, Diana Rossini, the athletic senior NFL insider. She's been very busy and will continue to be great. Senior as always.
3: Thanks Colin.
2: You bet. So the Raiders are paying Gruden, as you pointed out earlier, <laughs> they're paying not Josh McDaniels for another four years. Her point is they may have a step back year, kind of settle, let it settle. Mark Davis is I think the poorest owner. Now again, well, you know, let's put that relative to what. Um, but I think, you know, Stan Kroenke would write checks, but at some point they're paying a fortune for people not in the building and it's not against your cap. But owners generally don't like to do that.
4: So Raiders and Chargers, probably not in the mix for Jim Harbaugh. When you talk about step back and notoriously frugal, not cheap, frugal owners from the Chargers.
2: That's a good word. Better than just saying he's a cheapskate. Yeah, he's not. I mean, Gruden wasn't cheap. And I don't think Josh McDaniels was cheap. It doesn't mean that they were the right hires. Or the wrong hires, but it didn't well, work. McDaniels was very the wrong hire. All right. I've got a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Dolphins at the Chiefs, Kansas City, overseas, minus two and a half. Andy Reid off a loss. Mahomes off a loss. Kansas City has a much better O-line in defense. They rebound, and I will swallow the two and a half points. Seahawks at the Ravens, minus six. Better quarterback at home, better defense. I like the Ravens here. Ugly win over Arizona. They're a tough, tough home favorite. I like them here to beat Seattle and cover. Bengals, minus two and a half. I like them hosting the Bills to cover. I think Cincinnati's defense is, is more consistent, Burrow situationally at homes better than Josh Allen on the road three favorites Chiefs Ravens Bengals I'll take all of them you want to take the herd parlay check out DraftKings sportsbook new users please use the code herd when you download the app
0: 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions apply gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York call 877-8hope and or text hope and Y 467-369 see show notes for full details
1: there's no distance too far for the perfect trip
2: Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D.
0: 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources
2: this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Dakovis is your stop before attending your next concert Dakovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring including men's and women's boots apparel hats bags and more all Takova's boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Takova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit DeCovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. J-Mac with the news. <laughs> no, 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 no. Turn on the news. Uh, this is the uh,
4: line we got News. we something fun in here for you. Uh, we'll, we'll start, uh, we'll slow pedal here with the Jags. Uh, remember that Jags-Steelers game? So Deontay Johnson was so upset with the referees when they lost to the Jags that he said they cost the Steelers the game. Well, during his weekly press conference, Mike Tomlin took a different approach and said he did not want the team to use the officiating as
1: an excuse going forward. I know a lot has been written and said or asked uh, about the officiating and so forth. Here's my mindset and our mindset regarding officiating, man. It is our desire to win definitively, um, where potentially controversial calls are less significant. Um that's what good teams do, that's what elite teams do, is our desire to be a good and elite team uh, so that we're not as flimsy and, and, and become a component of some debatable calls and things of that nature. You just simply gotta make those things, those discussions less significant by the quality of your play, by winning and winning definitively. And obviously, uh, we didn't play well enough for, for that to transpire.
2: Yeah, I, I always think when fans start blaming play calling and refs, you've got the wrong quarterback. But they're not moving off Kenny Pickett. First four drives, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Blame who you want. It's not the refs. They've got they've been outgained in every
4: game this season. Yeah. And I, I, this stat, I tried to check it. It almost seems unfathomable. 55 straight games under 400 yards. I don't even know how you do that. That's so bad.
2: Defensive coach, defensive culture, money on the defensive side, over and over and over. One of the highest rates
4: of three and out in the league, as you alluded yeah, to. Yeah, I like, mean they're
2: just—it's a BB gun, it's a water pistol.
4: And you know what they'll do? They'll fire Matt Cannon and say, "Let's try a new OC." He'll and they'll be, be loyal Pickett. to that
2: guy forever. You're
4: just wasting another Green year.
2: Green Bay, you think's in a bad spot, but they're moving off Jordan Love. Pittsburgh's going to delude themselves and convince themselves because he's a local kid, and he's better than Jordan Love. He's the guy. And then six years later, you look up and don't have any playoff wins because it's Mahomes, Burrow, Tua. I mean, the, the gauntlet, Lamar. Yeah. Trevor they Lawrence, Lawrence they Herbert. In there, yeah. Right? All right. Now, this is the story, Colin. Um,
4: this has been a big one so far today. So, remember Michigan staffer Connor Stallions, yeah. the guy who allegedly was yeah. videotaping? You, you bashed the story and mocked it. Well, during a Central Michigan, Michigan State game earlier this season, it looks like Stallion was on the Central Michigan sideline. Uh-oh. Now, we still don't know about the evidence. Here's a picture. Is this Stallion's? Um, everybody's going through it. How, and com- saying, how
2: come he's wearing a Central Michigan hat?
4: Well, that's where it gets a little dicey. Is this him? Shades, uh a little goatee action Why there. is he
2: wearing Shades. So That's this is where it
4: gets interesting. So uh, here's what Central Michigan coach Jim McElwain had to Jack say about Jim McElwain, McElwain my, bu- my buddy.
2: Yeah. We have obviously are aware of a uh, picture floating around uh, with the, the, uh, the sign stealer guy.
1: Um, you know, our people are doing everything they can to get to the bottom of it. Um, we're unaware, totally unaware of it. Uh, I certainly
2: don't condone it uh, in any way, shape, or form and
1: uh, you know i do know that his name was on none of the passes that were let out um now we just keep tracing it back and tracing it back and try to figure it out
4: all right um in addition to this disaster and it's like bro is he going undercover to sneak onto a sideline to see what michigan state's doing like i it feels very sketchy um uh, in addition bruce feldman uh, just dropped the story at like a poll of anonymous coaches. What are how the, bad is this? At The Athletic.
2: What are the coaches saying?
4: Well, they're all anonymous, but they're saying this is bad. Like on a scale of 1 to 5, how bad is it? They're saying it's 5. It's bad. So, I've been reluctant to go all in defending or attacking. But I'm just telling you, I don't think this story's going away. I know you don't. think uh, There's much ado about nothing. Oh, I think there'll be I, a hand slap, absolutely. No, I, I think we're headed toward... What? I, what? What are we headed toward? I don't think it's going to be like Joel Klatt's kind of laughing at it. Nothing's going to happen this year. And I would agree with him. Nothing's going to happen. But it seems like the NCAA is really digging their heels in here. Because Harbaugh embarrassed them with that whole hamburger thing. Like yeah. mocking it. And it almost looks like they want some sort of revenge. And I don't, I don't know that Harbaugh has a lot of allies in this one. I don't know what's going to come of it. But Colin, if this is the
2: dude here sneaking on a sideline... What are we doing? Well, Harbaugh can say, we didn't tell him to do that. Hey, he just went rogue, right? Well, people go rogue all the time. Yeah. We had a president who went rogue not long ago. <laughs> oh, people on. go rogue all the time. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not. I think what they're doing, advanced scouting, will get them in trouble. I think there's great hypocrisy all over the sport because everybody yes. does some scouting. Uh, but, Is I mean. Is this too much of a line? Let for me you. ask you this. Let's say Harbaugh. If I was Harbaugh, would you sign the contract, knowing what if you get four-year suspension, limited scholarship? I mean, he's not. He would be silly to sign, right? So that—that's my takeaway. Is I'm not signing a contract. I Michigan needs me more than I need Michigan. He's got a million jobs he could take. If, if you got whacked, couldn't you just go to the NFL? I don't think they're going to whack
4: him. But is this, this is the kind of thing where, you know, uh, journalists will look up Michigan, you know, public university. Hey, we're going to look at all the emails sent. If there's a lot of communication, I can't. I mean, this guy's dumb enough to go on a sideline if it's him. There's probably some kind of paper trail somewhere, Colin. I just, I don't think the story's going away. I don't love it. But it
2: undercover on a sideline? I don't think it's the first time it's happened. Uh, okay. I think there's a lot more spying than people think. And I think it's done on TV. I think every I think Wisconsin tapes every team they play. They're looking for signals. And I think it's done. I think this is a level beyond that, but seat geek in an iPhone doesn't freak me out. This is the worst part of it I've seen, but some low-level staffer. ooh, I got to— Well, we
4: don't know that it's him. It, 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 a lot of people are saying look, it looks like him and we'll see.
2: It looks like actor Ed Norton. Maybe he was auditioning <laughs> for a part. Ed
4: Norton, that guy's good. American History X. One of the most underrated movies of the last 25 years. Awesome movie. Final story. uh, The Sixers ended the James Harden era on Monday night after they shipped him to the Clippers for a package of players. Now, everybody wants to know, who, who 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 are the Sixers going to go get? They've got all this cap space, expiring deals. Chris Mannix reports, Philly may target. Wait for it, Zach Levine. Oh, Jesus! Or uh, O. G. Ananobi of the Raptors. D- Daryl Morey um,
2: falls in love with talent. Zach Levine's not a winning. Player.
4: Well, here's what we're doing. We're every every reporter, journalist uh, on the NBA is speculating. You know, there's probably a list of ten guys, fifteen guys. O. G. Ananobi. Give me somebody
2: behind. Pascal Siakam. Beyond, oh, no, that guy's an interesting. He's an old NBA I player. I like him. I like him. He'll pass the ball.
4: Uh, in the finals against the Warriors, he was like, okay, solid. No, I like um, Pascal
2: Siakam. What, why don't you like
4: Zach Levine here?
2: Had 51 the other night. Team got blown out. Well, he had zero many, assists. People cared yeah, zero about Zero assists. There yeah. you go.
4: It's okay. Clay Thompson didn't no. have a
2: lot of assists when he hit 50 some odd points. Zach Levine, 51 points, like no him. assists. So I'm just going to remind you. You know why you like him? Because you're him. I would love to. Be I his talked to one of your teammates the other day. Baby. You do not Stop pass. Stop it! You're the Patrick Ewing <laughs> of your rec league. Patrick Ewing. You never get the ball back. You're Patrick Ewing That's without the block shot. shots. Wow. You pass to you. You never see. I it have back. no blocks on the season. But real quick on Zach Levine,
4: he's been a one in a lot of spots. He's not a one. He's the a three. Really, really good one. Okay, if he's a
2: three with Maxi and Embiid, Embiid, doesn't pass the ball. You don't need him to. He's catching and shooting threes. He's an AAU star. AU basketball. Hops, shoots, dunks. Does he make anybody better? By
4: the way, his Space Jam uh, yeah. NBA dunk title
2: bet it's cool, is right?
4: better than any NBA dunk title ever. Better than Jordan what's over it Dominique. It was amazing. His dunk title. What's that mean? You know the dunk contest when he won it and he did the Space Jam, came out with like the Space Jam and it was doing nasty dunks? That was...
2: You notice LeBron doesn't even enter the dunk Zach contest. Zach Levine is not LeBron JBS. that That is accurate.
4: <laughs> Stop hating on Zach Levine. I'm not
2: man. hating. I'm just acknowledging the truth. 51 points, no assists. The other night, J-Mac sends a tweet to me. Hey, 51 <laughs> points! And I'm like, he lost. And then a guy in the rebuttal is like, no assists. <laughs> I, I knew that would brighten your weekend. <laughs> J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news.
1: And thanks for stopping by. The Herd
2: Live. Hand news. out some grades for the trade deadline next.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Hey, we're Covino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show. We never get to everything. uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's gonna be the best after show podcast of all time there you go Overpromising, Perfect. and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with Cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Hi. this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge
0: See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first-wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store... Visit Decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new
0: favorite pair of boots today. I Proudly served my country, but struggled in civilian life. U.S. Vets helped me when I needed it the most. I am now an artist with a place to call home. <laughs> Join U.S. Vets on their mission to end veteran homelessness. Make camel your cause to honor U.S. Vets.
4: Fox Sports proudly salutes our nation's veterans which is why we are making camo our cause in support of the Honor U.S. Vets campaign. Now, through Veterans Day, you can donate to help end veteran homelessness and post pics wearing your camo on social media with the hashtag Honor U.S. Vets.
2: Cowboys-Eagles big weekend. Yesterday was the NFL trade deadline. So over the last several days, many of the very good teams added a piece. J-Mac, let's grade the trades. You ready to go? Yeah, yeah. Let's, oh. uh,
4: let's grade the 49ers acquiring Chase Young.
2: Well, I give it a B plus. Here's why. It's only a third-round pick, and the Eagles, the Cowboys and the Lions, may have the three best O-lines in the league. So they're saying, listen. Let's stop the blitzing. It's not what we do. Let's just add another pass rusher to what we do. It's almost like the Chargers saying, Bosa and Khalil Mack, we got to face Mahomes twice a year. Let's get another pass rusher. I think the Niners look at the NFC. And think the teams in front of us have better quarterbacks and better lines. We have to disrupt it. So I give it a B. Hey, okay, what's the grade for the Bears acquiring Montez Sweat? Like, I don't get people in Chicago. I like it B. First of all, they don't get to the quarterback. They have the fewest sacks in the league. And Montez Sweat is one of seven players who gets at least five sacks since he entered the league. They gave up a second round pick. Well, they have two firsts. And they've got to pay somebody because they're not going to pay Justin Fields and they're going to draft another quarterback, they just do not get to the quarterback. So you got to spend money on a defensive lineman. What's the chances you could get a player as good as him immediately in the second round? Almost none. The best pass rushers and the best left tackles almost always go top of the first round. They don't float to the second round, so I like the move, B+. What's the grade for the Bills acquiring Rasul Douglas? I give it an A. Now he's bounced around, but he's a cold weather player. He's tough. He's physical, and it's a need for them. He's been part of a winning culture. Again, I don't think he's going to last here forever, but you know they gave up a third, they got back a fifth, and so for them, they have an immediate issue in the AFC. And this guy gets the ball. He has the third most interceptions in the NFL over the last three seasons. So he's a he's a guy that's been around. He can make plays. He's been with a winning culture. He, not necessarily going to be there forever, but I think he makes Buffalo better today. Tough kid. All right, grade the Vikings acquiring Josh Dobbs. It's a B. I mean, his last 10 starts, you know, he's one a nine career record, but he's a grown-up pillar in the offense. This is a very skilled receiving core. Justin Jefferson comes back. Hawkinson, the tight end. Jordan Addison's been a boom rookie. Also Osborne, great left tackle, offensive coach. He'll walk in. He'll make them in that division the second best team. And so we, this is the one we, we would kind of predicted. Again, he's going to give you a 63% completion percentage. With this O-line and this group, that probably rises to 64%. His passer rating has been 82 in his career. This probably goes up to about 84, 85 with this coach, this O-line, and this unit. But I like it. All right. Grade the Eagles acquiring Kevin Byard. Now I give it a B because I don't love spending money on safeties, uh, and they also have two very good corners. But again, this is them going for a Super Bowl, shoring up a weakness. Um, again, he gets a lot of interceptions. Very instinctive player. I, I, you know, I banged on the Seahawks when they went big money safeties. I don't love spending money on safeties, but he's an upgrade for a secondary where I like the corners, Bradbury and Slay, so I give it a B. He is an all-pro a couple times. Uh, The Seahawks, great them for acquiring Leonard Williams. See, I think this is a great one. So Seattle's not scoring a lot of points, and they're struggling to be – I mean, they they outplayed Cincinnati and lost. They should have lost to Detroit. Cleveland gave them fits. So what did they say? Let's just double down on our defense. We're getting to the quarterback. I'm going to give it an A. I loved it. So Leonard Williams is an SC guy, he's played on the West Coast, what they're saying is we can't upgrade at quarterback, Geno is what we have, and we know of all the NFC playoff teams and AFC playoff teams, Geno could arguably be the weakest quarterback outside of Brock Purdy in the playoffs. So let's double down. We're getting to the quarterback. This is an offense that doesn't pick up a lot of first downs. So let's keep the score low, double down on our strength. I know you think I'm being a Seattle homer, but I love this move. And finally, the grade for the Lions,
4: securing Donovan Peoples-Jones.
2: Well, it's a hedge with Jamison Williams, So who can't catch, but he's brilliantly talented. So it's a C. You know, I mean, I I don't think he's a different... I mean, he had 800 receiving yards last year, and he is a downfield receiver. So he'll get 15-plus yards. They're already really good back, tight end, wide receiver, but they have an excellent O-line, and Goff throws a beautiful deep ball. So I think they look at it, hey, once again, can he go over the top? I think they want Jamison Williams to be that guy, but the other night, I mean, they just... he's Maybe he's good in a year... Detroit's gonna lose Ben Johnson. Your your take on this? Let's get good now. Can somebody upgrade us over the top? And I think he does that. America knows you are the friendliest teacher.
4: Uh it looks like you only gave out one grade below a B on all these. And I and I'm you're not, just you're just
2: excited about all these moves. You like them all. Well, I think if you
4: look at the teams,
2: Niners, good team, Bills, good team, Vikings, good franchise, Eagles, good team, Seahawks, good team, Detroit, right. good team. So you skipped over the Bears. Well, they're not. But see, this is my argument. Everybody in Chicago is killing it. Well, I'll, You're okay. not going to get a player as good as Montez Sweat. You're not going to get that level of edge rusher who's this good immediately in the draft. Okay, but timeout. You could just
4: sign him in free agency. Washington wasn't keeping him. They're not going to tag him. They're not keeping him. He's going to be on the market. So you could have just said, well, we'll just I keep I
2: would rather him get in with my defensive coaches. Oh, that's a fair I argument. I know that I give him leverage for his agent. I'm going to have to pay him anyway, and I'm not – who am I paying Okay, I am not fair. paying the quarterback. The old lines, a bunch mostly. Your tackles are kids. Yeah, you are not. You got rid of Roquan Smith. Who are you paying? Right. I mean, you are paying DJ Moore. But I mean, to me, what they're saying is, if you look in the NFL right now, the good GMs are willing to pay for four things: a quarterback, a left tackle, a really good weapon, and. Somebody in that front five. Mm-hmm. You might as well go buy this guy in the market. Montez Sweat's not going to be on the market. Free agency, bidding war, you may not get I mean, him. I
4: want him in-house. That's fair. Um, I think the issue is, and you know this, uh, asset allocation. Is this a wise usage of resources? We're giving up the what might be like the 35th, 37th pick, yeah. which has huge value. Top of the second round. That that That's like a really good but player I, i'm chicago i've already got two first okay so you, you you need players that it's not like that roster stacked we I'll, talked about you know worst what? rosters in the league bears are certainly down there there's I, not they're a lot gonna of get year.
2: a quarterback and my guess is they're gonna get um they don't need a left tackle they'll probably go to def- uh, they already have a defensive end this creates clarity so they just drafted tackles so they don't need that so they're gonna get a quarterback they just got a defensive end last year they got a tackle with their first pick yeah so I don't think, I think what they'll do, my, my guess is what Chicago does, takes a quarterback, think about this, takes a quarterback with their first pick, takes the second pick, trades down, and gets that number two pick back. That's possible. Let me also note Chase
4: Young, who was a much more highly touted player coming out of college. I know he had the injury. But Sweat's a better
2: player now. Okay. And he and he doesn't get hurt as much, and he's not as much a freelancer. i take Montez Sweat over Chase, Chase
4: Young. Chase Young went for a compensatory third-round pick, so like, We're talking like 70 picks after what the Bears gave up for Montez Yeah, but Montez Sweat's a better player. Is he that much better? Chase Young has
2: injuries and is a freelancer. The reason San Francisco makes that move because, A, better roster, take a swing, and the other thing is they've already got a good defensive line. They don't need him. Montez Sweat is who the Bears will build around. That's a build-around player. But Washington's got pain they'll pay for, mm. and the other kid, uh, Jonathan Allen, Allen and I think. Payne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they got guys and they moved out. I would take Montez Sweat tomorrow over Chase Young, although I think in San Francisco's galaxy, it makes sense. Mm. Again, Detroit, Dallas, Philly have great O lines, very good tackle play. You can't, they don't, the Niners are saying we're tired of Bosa getting doubled on everything. Yeah. So Armstead, Hargrave, Bosa, Young, it's got to be single blocking. You're going to create disruption to Jalen Hurts. Jared Goff, Dak Prescott. We didn't talk about the
4: ramifications of the trade as it comes to gambling this week. Washington at Patriots. It was two and, two and a half, two. Okay, Somebody, some folks in Vegas hit it hard before the trades. It's now three and a half. Do you take the Patriots laying three and a half at home against Washington or do you like Sam Howell against Belichick?
2: I'll take New England. <laughs> as will I. Yeah. That's the bet. That's the bet. All right, we'll see you tomorrow the Herd.